Hey everybody, welcome to Ivar's Long Box, the show where we read a classic issue of Valiant or Acclaimed Comics. In this episode, we're looking at Solar Hell on Earth number one, a book with no soul. Does it still hold up? I'm Josh. I'm Martin. I am tired. You're always tired. I really am. Life is tiring. It that is. was a really bad pun, huh, guys? <laughs> <laughs> who uh, who wants to kick this book off? Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, I felt like this was a trailer to a movie for Summer Blast. It was like it's like summer action flick. This was a comic directed by uh, that guy who makes those awful Transformers movies. <laughs> I could totally see that now that you say it. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Michael Bay? Yeah, yeah, Michael Bay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, it was it was just like action sequence, action sequence. Uh, which is cool for a first issue. Uh, I totally want to read the rest because I've read this. This one my second time reading this, and I don't remember a thing. It's written by Priest, which is interesting, drawn by Patrick... Patrick Zercher mm-hmm. uh, with Chris Cross. Letters by Dave Lamphere. It's just the whole who's who of current Valiant creators. Yeah. Sort of. Kind of. Well, I don't think uh, Patch isn't doing anything right now. Yeah, he's um, with DC. Yeah, he's doing Green Arrow. Yeah. Which, that's so pretty who's good. who's who of people who have done a little bit of work with the new Valiant? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite a bit. I mean, he was doing Shadow Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Chris Cross, what was Chris Cross doing? Um, Bloodshot, he right? Did, he did some Bloodshot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think he's doing movies, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He's not doing comics much anymore. Um, in terms of Searcher's art, though, I mean, some of it's cool. I think Chris Cross did the layouts, and then Searcher did the actual penciling. Is that what happened? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, that's what it says inside on the first page. So I'm, I see. Yeah. I'm assuming it's true. Uh, it might not be. But uh, his art has gone quite a long way. Uh, it's still great, though. Oh, like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've always I've always loved the way that he draws stuff. I was first introduced to him. Um, he did, for Marvel, he did Star Trek Early Voyages. Huh. And his likenesses of, of the actors were very strong. Really? And uh, he just he does a great job telling a story. Well, I guess you're saying crisscrossed in the layouts, but um, I, you know, you always know who's who. You're never confused at any time when you're looking at a character and confusing them with another character, which happens sometimes. Yeah, uh, that really drives me bonkers. Um, the character design for Solar is great. The uh, the universe suit thing. Yeah, that's very cool. You just look at him, and he's 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 Infinity, you know. Yeah. the The character design for the twins is a little too goth for me, but um, uh, that's my only complaint. Is you know, she's got big hair and he's got big shoulder pads. So <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, I think, um, and and Paul, you might attest to this um, when we get to your section, but um, it seems like reading this book, um, you can't just really come in reading this, you kind of need to have read Man of the Atom and Revelations. Yeah, I, re- I read the, uh, the what do you call it, the thing at the beginning that kind of sets the, the scene. Yeah. And I mean, it basically flat out says, like, here's why you should have read these things. Um, I'm trying to get back to it. This is turning yeah. slowly. Yeah, like it shows those, those two um, 
Were those just issues or were they one shots? Were they bigger than a normal issue? Yeah, they were forty-eight page one yeah. shots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, you know, it sets it up and it goes through it and. Like, I honestly, did this really interesting thing when when they first launched. They had a a, a bunch of series, but then they also said, uh, "We're gonna once a month we're gonna have a a forty eight page one shot of some kind or another." Um, whether it was Eternal, uh, the Eternal Warriors thing, which didn't come out monthly, yep. or the Turok stuff that didn't come out monthly, and then Solar was like that, and you had us an Exo Man of War special and, and and such that came out like that. I thought that was a really interesting game plan for for uh, launching your series to 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 always have an event book all the time of some sort. Well, and that's really what this feels like, right? Um, oh yeah, be- this yeah. Before cool. we started recording, I admitted that I read the wrong issue. Um, and once, I mean, once I, I read number three first, and there are all kinds of characters in that issue that I was like, "What the hell's going on?" I thought it was a solar book. Yeah, um, and not and not only that. If you read the other monthlies that come out during this, they'll they'll talk about oh that thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to go do that thing. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, they were really trying to to pull the people into this. Yep. What are you, there's not so much uh, of it in this book. There's a little bit, um, partially because Helena, uh, one of the Seleski twins, she she works for the church or the Vatican, maybe. Yes, she. Yep. Um, there's a lot of like deep religious stuff. Um, not so much in this one, but like I said, I read. Further ahead, uh, those one shots especially has has a lot of it. Yeah, but yeah, reading f- farther ahead, I I noticed there's one uh, there's one scene in an issue where um, where Quantum is talking to uh, Jimmy Six, I believe, and uh, no, he's talking to um, what's the the brother Seleski brother, the twin Frank. Frank. He's talking to Frank, and I mean it's like. A three-page diatribe on religion. I was like, "Whoa, like this is pretty deep." It's not something I expect from a comic book, you know. Well, let's remember who wrote it, though. I mean, right. the guy who wrote it is a preacher now. <laughs> and, you know, that's how he makes his living. Yeah, and uh, and it's interesting that Quantum gets that scene. Um, I know we're talking about a book that we didn't. That that's not the story, but um, yeah, the, you know. That 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 makes it canon for those Quantum and Woody guys, mm-hmm. yeah, who really enjoy that series. Yep, it was pretty interesting. Um, Paul, I know you had some issues with this title. Uh, um, I, I actually I liked a lot about it. Um, I, I liked it more at the beginning, and then as it went on, I liked it a little less and a little less. Um, I thought the art, especially the uh, like the disaster scenes, any scene where there was a lot going on, was good. I didn't really care for uh, for the way most of the people were drawn. Like the faces, I thought were just kind of drawn really boring. And you know, like Josh said about the character design of uh, of the two Seleskis in particular, some of them, like you see this, you know, this uh, nun, like she's pretty cool looking, and the creepy psycho pilot, like his kind of. Um, kind of stereotypical face works for him. Yeah. You know, yep. he, it just, it makes it creepier, but like the Seleskis in particular, like not just character design, but like the faces just look boring to me. Hmm. Um, and I think, I don't know. It seems like, 
because this was done in 98, and it seems like by then the art and comics should have been beginning to shift uh, out of like the 90s style into you know more of the style that we're seeing in the 2000s and on. Um, and it just seems like, you know, this is like, I'm going to draw faces like they did from the beginning of Valiant. They're just going to be, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, the art got boring to me at the end. The story just got kind of convoluted. I, I, I don't know. Like the story fell apart for me as it went on too. I didn't care by the end of it. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I could see why it does get a little complicated when the twins, um, start talking. And like I said, that's why I'm not sure why they released Man of the Atom and Revelations as one-shots. Um, it seems like it would have made sense to make them part of this story. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're really thrown in right in the middle of the action. Yeah, and it seems like they give hints of stuff that probably drives uh, the, the motivation behind these characters. But it's not enough to really get a good grasp of what's going on. So ultimately, like, I don't particularly like either of these characters i don't really care about them so by the end of the issue i don't care what happens next to them so at the beginning there's all these disasters and stuff that are happening that are kind of crazy but i at no point do, am i made to feel like i care about people in this comic book i mean you gotta be you gotta admit though like it's it seems very intriguing to find out why all this stuff is happening um and that's why i say maybe reading what happened before would make sense before stepping into this uh, four-ish and many. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the uh, Frank and Helena are not the most interesting people um, in here. And some of those later issues that I read, I actually enjoyed a little bit more, um, even though I was confused because I read out of order. Um, but I liked, I liked them a little bit more because I was partially familiar with some of the characters that were popping up, so like Exo was in there, uh, the Eternal Warriors, Ivar, things like that. Um, and these two still seemed the least interesting characters of the lot. Um, maybe because they really play on the, uh, the fact that they're twins, so they're opposite sides of the same coin. And I know we've discussed some of that before when we've talked about uh, classic Valiant Solar, um, you know, when he splits off into Destroyer, or when we've talked about Dr. Eclipse, um, there's always that two-sided coin. And here, it's actually two characters, um, instead of one becoming two, which is kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, I think those two fell a little flat for me. They're like the Wonder Twins. <laughs> <laughs> Except when they combine, they destroy shit. <laughs> when they combine, they move an atom. <laughs> Everything yeah. goes back. I think what I would have needed to really care about this issue is so they talk about how they did something little that caused this big effect. Yeah. I think you needed to have seen that first scene first because otherwise it's, it just it it feels disconnected because you didn't see that like they're saying oh we did this and it caused all this but we didn't see what they did so we don't have this sense of shock like oh my gosh they did this little thing that had this big effect on things it's more like they're i you know i kind of feel the other way though cuz like it's you see this big event that's happening and people people are just dying all over the place and then you get to them, and they're like, "Ah, eh, we tried to save a kitty cat, and look what we did." <laughs> and you're like, "Really? That's what? Ha- well, that's why this happened?" <laughs> I guess I saw it the other way. 
Well, see, I, I see that, and because I don't care about the characters, I'm like, how could they, you know, screw all this up so much? It just like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make enough sense to draw me in. I just feel like, I, I don't know. I guess it really just, I, I feel no engagement with these characters. I, I have no sense of caring about them. If I saw what happened before, maybe them saving the kitty cat would make me have a soft spot in my heart for them or something. I don't know. Or but, for the kitty cat. Yeah, I mean, but I. I I see this, I read this, I just, I don't care about them. I don't care about what they did before. I don't see the connection between, like, there is no, they're just saying what we did before caused this, but you don't, you're not shown the connection. You know, you're just told that there is a connection. But, you know, when you read a story, if you're just having a force fed to you, that doesn't engage you. Why Why do you care, you know? It's it's just like, you know, my problem with, uh, with older comics where it literally tells you what's happening in the action kind of drives you nuts right like when you're you okay i see that's happening why are you telling me also that it's happening i'm not stupid mm-hmm. it, it when you get force fed a story it just you know it, it's not good it's not good storytelling and i i don't think that's exactly what they're trying to do here but i just because uh you know like martin has said repeatedly because the what came before this is missing this just doesn't feel right to me and there's not enough in it to make me want to know what happened before or what happened after yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying. You kind of need to have read the one-shots to get to this. Overall, though, I did enjoy this first issue. Uh, possibly because I have read them. It's been quite a while, but I have read those two one-shots. And I think that helped me out quite a bit. Uh, but I can see your frustration, Paul. So I'm assuming for you it did not hold up. Uh, so the thing is, I kind of feel like it holds up, but I feel like there's still something about it that's not necessarily good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, especially like looking at the beginning of it, like I feel like I look at the first part of it that has nothing to do with the Celeskis, and I like it. Mm-hmm. The Celeskis just ruin it. So maybe it's just priest ruins it. I don't know. Interesting, Josh. Yeah, I like it, but I I, I get what Paul's saying. Yeah. Okay, so it's two on one. We'll say this one holds up. I'm going to say it's two on zero. Like, I, I'm not even <laughs> saying one the other way. I'm just saying that this would be better off without the Celeskis. You know, an- another thing I think that I might kind of not like about it is it gets it gets old to me when a, a comic – and this is basically what Acclaim did with pretty much everything. They take an, exi- uh, an existing character. So they take the characters from VH1, and they change them – Enough that they're not the same, but keep them the same enough that it just makes you annoyed that they're not them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like, wh- why have them be Celeskis? Like, why not just make them something else? Or if they're going to be Celeski, make it Bill Celeski, you know? Why why be in the middle to where nobody's going to be quite happy? Or what's even worse with some of the IPs where <laughs> they took the good things away. <laughs> 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 Yeah, like with Dark. That might be an example, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magnus is a good example of that. Oh, man, Magnus shows up later in the series. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, what's the next <laughs> book we're reading, Josh? Oh, sure. Uh, my computer says that we'll be reading Shadow Man number four next. That is our, much more exciting than this. Our first book in Unity. <laughs> nice. 
And I made my computer do weird things when I hit all those buttons. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wrap this puppy up. You can find this show and all our other fine shows at nerdylegion.com. Uh, you can find, of course, Valiant Central and Valiant Effort, but also some new shows such as Obscure Sports, which Josh is doing, Comically, which I'm doing, or Just Saying Stuff, which our buddy Adam Shaw from Talking Valiant is doing. Until the next time, go read some Shadow Man. <laughs>